Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 24 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Now, I haven't spoken with you guys since, what, last Monday? Last Monday? Really? It's been a week? Wow. Yes, yes, it has. It's March 18th. Boy, has it been a long week. Wow, a lot has happened. A lot has changed in the NFL since last week. Um, Now, I broke down the NFL free agency phenomenally. It was a great 25-minute breakdown on all of the signings, the trades, everything that happened during the first week of free agency. I was on it, but none of you tuned in Friday to watch the YouTube live show. So you missed it, and I'm not running it back. I'm not turbo. So today, what we got here, we're going to talk about the NCAA tournament because that starts this week. I want to talk about uh, a little bit about LeBron, and then we have a, a, a phone call from one of my friends that I took. Uh, I, I talked. We recorded. I recorded it last. Whenever when when Odell got traded, I, I called him. I said I'm going to use this on the show. You know he's a Giants fan. You know while while you still got that emotion in you, so that's that's going to be here on here today as well. I was going to use that for Friday, but you know things got mixed up. So I, I'll uh, let you guys hear that today. So first, let's start off with the uh, ACC tournament and the Big Ten tournament. Okay, so over the weekend. The ACC tournament, the Big Ten tournament, you know, all of the tournaments took place, but the ones that I was focused on were the NCAA tournament and the uh, the Big Ten tournament. Okay, so it worked out for the Duke, the Duke fans. The uh, the Blue Devils got to face the Tar Heels on Friday night, and they ended up uh, beating the Tar Heels 74-73, and the phenom Zion Williamson came back. He had 31 points and 11 rebounds, 35 minutes. I saw, you know, Duke fans were acting like they won the NCAA tournament. And, you know, I understand. It's a rival. And you guys don't like UNC at all. Those, you know, you guys aren't too fond of them. But the way they were building this game up, Duke fans specifically, the way they were building this game up for the past couple of weeks, you know, they made it seem like they were going to blow UNC out. Like they made it seem like, you know, Zion was going to come back and we were just going to, you know, they were just going to run all over UNC. That's that's what everybody made it seem like. It wasn't that at all. And that's why I was a little confused about, you know, why they were, like, celebrating like they just won it all. Okay, I understand you beat your rival. You know, it was a lot of things being said between fan bases, blah, blah, blah. I get that. I do. But you guys won by one point. And it could have easily been a one-point loss had that last UNC uh, possession was anything other than a uh, disaster. You know, all somebody had to do was set their feet and get a shot. Oh, my goodness. Or drive, my God. Uh, but you know it it was what it was, and then Duke went up, end up winning the ACC tournament. So congratulations to Duke; they got the one seed in their respective uh side of the bracket. And um, yeah, man, it's it's about to get heated up. It's about to get heated up. The the tournament is about to start, and um, I'm excited now. 
you guys know I have some some very strong ties to this next tournament, the Big Ten tournament, Go Blue. My boys disapp- disappointed me yesterday. They really did. They disappointed me. Once again, first half was good. Solid first half. Iggy B was on fire. Xavier was on Xavier was doing his thing. Livers was out there. Teske was playing D. Those boys looked solid. And I wasn't even, you know, I, I didn't even celebrate that small victory because I knew that the second half was coming. These boys cannot finish a game to save their lives. They can't finish. They cannot finish. And, and you know, today I woke up uh, and I looked at my Snapchat stories from, you know, it was a year ago. And it was the uh, Jordan Poole shot from uh, the tournament last year's game winner. And I just was like, where was that energy yesterday, son? Where was that yesterday? You get the ball. You don't even have to run full court. You get the ball. You got a, 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 a clean, look like a clean shot. But instead, you try to get fouled and don't even try to hit the shot. That is a problem. And it's not even just a problem in the NCAA. It's a problem at the pro level as well. A lot of NBA players are doing this. But you shouldn't be doing this in clutch time. No, no, no. No way. You should be trying to win or tie the game. Put your team in the best. Not you. Put your team in the best position. Because putting you in the best position is getting you to the foul line. But that's not even guaranteed. But, I mean, who's to say you make the shot, but why not uh, attempt it? Oh, man, that was so disappointing to watch. That was that 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 was bad. That was really bad. I was very disappointed in Poole. I didn't like that at all. I felt like he should have at least tried to hit the three tied again. But, man, yeah, I didn't like that one bit at all. So, Michigan State comes again, beats Michigan for the third time. And um, now, you know, we get ready for the tournament. It's time. It is time for the tournament. So, now, who is going down first? Which, the, the, the real question is, are any of these one seeds in danger? That's the real question. I I don't know. You know, last year, I was one of the only people who picked uh, UMBC to win. That was me. I was one of those people. I was definitely one of those people. But I don't know if there are any teams, you know, that that, that could go down at one this year. I mean, you got to think. You got Duke, Michigan State, uh, Virginia. Uh, who's that? Gonzaga, like North Carolina. Listen, man, listen. It's going to be a tough out. It's going to be a tough out. But I think Virginia is probably the uh, Virginia and North Carolina could go down. That's what I'll say. But the team that has the most, the most uh, risk of going down is North Carolina. I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll definitely say it for sure. Now, the West, the West bracket is interesting because you got Gonzaga, Michigan, Texas Tech, FSU, Marquette. Now that 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 bracket is going to be something to watch, definitely. Then you got 
the East bracket, Michigan State, Duke, Virginia Tech, LSU, Yale. Listen, listen, man. Then you got the South, Virginia, Tennessee, Nova, Oregon, Wisconsin. There are some teams in this tournament, ladies and gentlemen, that could ruin some brackets. Now, I'm not going to start picking games yet. I haven't even done my bracket yet, but I'm going to do it probably probably today. I'll probably do it today. I can see myself doing it today. But um, listen, I'm excited. This March Madness. Alexa played March Madness by Future. It's finally time, ladies and gentlemen. It's finally time. Now, what else happened yesterday? Oh, the Lakers and Knicks game. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about LeBron for a little bit. Okay, yesterday, the Lakers and Knicks had a ball game. Okay, both of these teams are out of playoff contention. They're in New York. LeBron was sitting the other night, and he played yesterday. We all know how the game ended. You know, he got a shot blocked, going for the game winner. Okay, cool. Now, LeBron was sitting on the bench. Clearly wasn't coming off the bench at that time. Like, he, he, whatever was going on in that huddle was for, you know, it was on court. It was about what was going on on the court. LeBron wasn't involved in that at all. He was sitting on a bench talking to Tyson Chandler, his teammate. Okay, cool. Talking to Tyson Chandler on the bench. Walt Frazier decided to make that into a thing. And question LeBron's desire and question him as a teammate. Listen, man. I'm not even going to. I'm just going to say this. LeBron is probably probably the most scrutinized, criticized, judged athlete of our time. For no reason, though. There's nothing LeBron can do. That won't rub somebody the wrong way for no reason at all. Oh, he doesn't have the killer instinct. Why? Why is that? Because he 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 respects his opponents. Because he daps people up after the games. Because he gives hugs. Like, is that a problem? Like, listen, it's not 1994, bro. It's 2019. Y'all gotta let that Jordan stuff go, please, please. Everybody's not Michael Jordan. And clearly, everybody's not LeBron James. Like, why is LeBron held to a higher standard than everybody else? I don't even see Kevin Durant getting this much flat. LeBron could tie his shoes the wrong way or a different way. And uh, Scottie Pippen have something to say about it, comparing him to Jordan. Listen, questioning LeBron as a teammate is crazy. Questioning his desire is even worse. Stop disrespecting that man. Please. Question his desire. I mean, if I was LeBron, I'd be a bit out of it as well. Here I am. The greatest of all time. I'm missing the playoffs this year. I'm ready. I'd be... I'll be ready to go. I'll be ready to go home. I'll be ready for the playoffs to start so I can go down to Miami and catch a catch a heat game and see my boy D. Wade do it one more time in the playoffs. 
But if but I'm pretty sure LeBron don't listen. LeBron don't play this game for Walt Frazier. LeBron don't play this game for Scottie Pippen. LeBron don't play this game for Charles Barkley. LeBron don't play this game for anybody for any of these old heads. LeBron played that game for LeBron and fans like myself. Simple as that, man. I don't get it. LeBron is one of the most clean-cut athletes we have. He does nothing but great things for the community. Open his own damn school, for God's sakes. LeBron is a great human being, great family. But because he's sitting on the bench talking to Tyson Chandler, Y'all, y'all gonna try to assassinate his character. Okay. Okay. I see what type of week it's gonna be. I see it. I see what type of week it's gonna be. Yeah. That's why I say, man. A lot of these old heads are clowns. I'm sorry. Clowns. I don't care. What they did, you feel me? Clowns. Clowns. Ah, boy. Okay. Anything, any any lighter news to talk about? Hold up. What is this? Jordy Nelson to talk with the Seahawks. Oh, my gosh. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is why. I don't want to see Jordy Nelson in the... Why why is that even a notification? I don't want to see Jordy Nelson in a Seahawks uniform. <sighs> you know what? I, I have nothing else to say right now. Um, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> so I guess this will be a good time to uh bring in to roll that uh phone conversation, phone interview, we want to call it that, that I had with my my guy RJ about his New York Giants. So uh yeah, here you go. Yeah, here, here. Listen to that. Listen to that. I got to go get myself together. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, after a wild week <laughs> in the free agency in the NFL, the Giants made a big, big move in trading star wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. to the Cleveland Browns. Now, there was a lot of backlash and outrage about this on the internet, and one of my favorite, favorite Outtakes came from one of my one of my closest friends, one of my close friends, Mr. RJ, who he's a, he's a football player himself at the collegiate level. Level now, RJ, you you have been a Giants fan since as long as I could remember, and now you are questioning your loyalty to the team. Please, please tell me why. All right, so it goes like this: uh, seven months ago, we signed Odell Beckham. We re-signed Odell Beckham to a, a nice contract. At the time, he correct me if I'm wrong, but he was the highest paid receiver at that time. Correct. So, draft the um the combine starts coming around. Our GM Gettleman, he says we wouldn't. Today, reporters were asking, saying like, "Where your moves on Odell? Are you thinking about trading him? Yada yada yada." Mm-hmm. Gettleman gets on the record and says, we wouldn't have signed him if we were going to trade him. This is true. This was a couple months ago. Yep. This is when all the combines and all the stuff is starting to roll around and it's about to start up. Gettleman goes on tape and says that. Mm-hmm. 
So why all of a sudden we trade arguably the vocal leader on offense away after trading away our vocal leader on defense away? Mm-hmm. Right. I was about to, I was about to say that's that's not even you know the worst thing you know the losing Landon Collins was crazy and then you know it's just like what what what's the purpose? Where's the end? to this because it doesn't look like the Giants are getting better. It clearly looks like no, they're getting no. worse. It's not the direction they want to go in right now. So I'm, I'm, I've looked at all types of ways to analyze it. Okay, we got a first round 17th pick. Okay, we get the third round, I think 95th overall pick, and we get Julius Peppers. I mean, not Julius Peppers. Jabril, Jabril Peppers. you're right. Alright, so let's break that down. Odell's gone. Mm-hmm. We're missing our wide receiver now. We can go, at six, we can go quarterback and then reach and try to get one of the receivers or maybe one of those old Miss receivers at 17. But that's a stretch. But those are top, the two receivers that are coming out of Ole Miss are the top two receivers in the draft. Right. Even, even that, saying, even saying that. You're not getting an Odell Beckham caliber player. Nope. Nope. That's 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 a once in a lifetime type special player. Like these players, like him, Bell, AB, are all high value players that are not easily replaced, and that's why I have a problem with you know guys like them not getting paid or not getting treated right right by these organizations just because they're not quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So yeah. Mm Hmm. Yes. I don't, yeah, this move just completely blindsided me. I don't see a positive coming out of this move Mm-mm, at all. At all. At all. If we keep Odell, we draft the quarterback six. Right. Uh, like we, we lose Landon, and I understand why we lost Landon. We wanted money. We didn't have the money at the time, so we weren't going to pay him. Right. So, even that saying, we still have a second-round pick. There are, there are safeties in the draft. Eric, and I cannot stress this enough because I've played defensive back. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the combine there. And I've seen the tape. I've seen all the tapes of probably like 10 safeties that are in the draft now and corners who are going to turn into safeties because their hips are not NFL caliber. Mm-hmm. So I just don't understand this. We could have drafted a safety second round, third round, and freaking we could have went with that. Right. I just don't see it. But we just we just took a big risk and losing a star caliber receiver who is so important to our offense for not basically. Now not. now if you could go back to the twenty eighteen draft, I saw somebody talking to you about Saquon. Would you take oh. a quarterback instead if you know you know, knowing what you know now, would you would you try to go quarterback instead of running back in that situation? Okay, um, we had a second overall pick. Mm-hmm. So, hypothetically speaking, say if we had the first round pick, I still would have took Saquon. Saquon was a great talent. Mm-hmm. Seen the tape, everybody seen the tape. Uh-huh. I was leaping over everybody in college. Like this guy's a freak. Yep. He's a freak. I mean, was he? Uh, he was. Um, he was cleaning like I don't even know, like five hundred, four hundred pounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's freakish, bro. Like, I've never seen nobody do the things that this man has done on the field. So that's saying, we were blessed to have Saquon Barkley drop in our last at two. Right. And he should have went one. No no offense to Baker, because Baker's a great player, but you've seen what Saquon does. Oh, yeah. He won rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. 
So, oh, yeah. yeah, there's no way I'm drafting uh, Baker over Barker. And how old is he? The Saquon? Yeah. He's young. Yeah, he's a young boy. I think he's 22, 23. 23. I think he just turned, he just turned 23. Okay. I'm trying to think. When with his next? Because how long? I'm trying to see his, pull up his contract. Let's see. He came out of Virginia. He right. had an extra year of Right. Okay, right, 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 right. Okay. So his rookie his rookie deal is worth thirty one point two. He's twenty one. Okay, twenty one when he signed. How many years is that? Rookie is what? Is it three or four? I think it's three. Three? All right. Yeah. Let's say, let's say he gets out of you know, when it's time for his new deal. Do you think he would re sign with the Giants given the current situation? situation um all right so i'm gonna think of it in saquon's standpoint he just had a kid you know he just started family so he just mm-hmm. bought a house in new york right he just exactly so i'm thinking he is gonna resign okay the circumstances but after his next let's say his next extension or whatever whatever time that comes i don't think he's gonna sign right i mean if they build around him by then yeah yeah he might stay there for his whole career but at this point with Gettleman, I don't know what that man's Yeah, me either. Because because this this reminds me, I you know, and it's funny they're in the same division. And he reminds me of Zeke because this is his team. This is not Eli's team, and that's not Dak's team. This is Saquon's team. So yep. everything has to be from the line to the quarterback has to be built around them. And it's definitely time to start looking for the next quarterback and, you know, and it's been time, but now it's really time. And yeah, every time for now. yeah, it's, yeah, the time is definitely now, and it's time for you know the young the young bucks to grow together and try to get this team back on track. But thank you for calling in. I appreciate you. I know it's you know it's a hard time for you and the rest of Giants Nation. But <laughs> I'll be speaking with you, bro. All right. All right. Uh-huh, no problem. All right. Whew. Man oh man. That was my guy, RJ, right there. Uh, hey, man, Giants fans, keep your head up. That's all I can say. Oh, man, that was a good one. That was a good conversation. But, yeah, man, the Browns the Browns are wild for that one. That boy John Dorsey up there acting a fool, man. That boy got Odell. Sheesh. But um, let's see. Is that all I got? Oh, let me, let me make sure that's all I got for you guys. Oh, let me check. Check the docket. Yep, that's it. That's all I got for you guys this week. Um, uh, I mean today, excuse me. Okay, let's see. Tomorrow is Tuesday, Wednesday. We got twelve rounds, which is you know now it's available app, uh, Apple, Spotify, etc. So we got twelve rounds. Episode three of that's coming Wednesday. I want to talk about the Errol Spence fight, of course. That was a good fight. I was happy I got to see it. And then Friday, I'm back here again for Electrified. Uh, you know, back here again. Um, so yeah, get ready for that. Uh, this week, you know, just this, you know, just stay tuned on the Twitter. Make sure you follow Electrified Pod on Twitter, Instagram. Retweet the drops. You know, make sure you're in tune with everything because you know I always have some announcements for you guys. And um, yeah, I think what am I about to do? I gotta take myself to the gym. That's what I need to do. I had a, I had a good weekend. Uh, what did um, what did I do this weekend other than? 
eat like an animal. Oh, I went and saw Captain Marvel. Great movie. Marvel fans, Captain Marvel did its job. It gets us right to end game, and I can't wait. I'm excited for that. So, yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, go see Captain Marvel. Boom. That's what I did this weekend. <laughs> I hope everybody had a good weekend, man. I hope you guys have a great week. Have a finish having a good Monday. Get through this week. Get to the weekend. You know, it's halfway through March. Get through it, man. Keep pressing. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to everybody listening. Thank you for the support. I appreciate it. Keep it up. With that being said, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.